Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, this is John Lee Dumas of EO Fire and welcome to Master Leadership. Great leaders ask great questions and this podcast takes you on a journey to master leadership with questions that matter to leaders who matter with your host, Lily Sinabria. Hi, this is Lily, and welcome to Master Leadership, where we connect with leaders worldwide to gain insights on important topics to help us on our journey towards greater significance. If you would like to participate as a guest, or if you have a question that you would like to ask a guest, go to masterleadership.org for more information. We are born to move, yet few people today exercise enough to keep their bodies healthy. Alex Bernier has worked in the trenches for the last decade, teaching others how to live an active lifestyle. He started his career at one of Montreal's top health clubs and quit after one year to work for a fitness startup in Dubai. Things didn't work out as expected, so he returned home disappointed yet inspired to start his business. The Online School of Exercise at OnlineSchoolOfExercise.com now helps students worldwide become the best version of themselves. His mission is to help them achieve sovereign fitness, a state of self-sufficiency on all workout-related matters. He believes a large chunk of the current metabolic epidemics would disappear if more people knew how to train themselves personally. Welcome, Alexander Bernier. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. How are you? Well, we're excited to have you. I know as you came on, I started to sit up taller, you know, make sure my posture was intact because we're going to talk about really good stuff here. Yes, we are. (laughs) All right. So are you ready to pour into our listeners? Absolutely. Alex, tell us a bit about your path to leadership and what you're doing now. Well, Everything started with me training myself to become better at my sport. So I used to be a hockey player when I was younger. I played a lot of it. I swam in the summers. So sports were always a big part of my life. Mm-hmm. And uh, I started training because I was very skinny and I was playing very physical sports. So, uh, you know, it helped me get bigger and improve my game. And obviously I liked uh, the extra muscle mass as a teenager. So that got me hooked. And over time, I started training some of my friends. And I really liked that. It was fun to see them get results and be excited about the results that they got at the gym. And so I took my first personal training certification when I was 19 years old and ended up studying kinesiology in university. So that led to me being a full-time personal trainer, a kinesiologist, and eventually starting my own website called the Online School of Exercise, where I now teach students from all over the world. So your school is... It's the online school of exercise. The digital platform allows me to take the service that I used to give in a gym, right? The one-on-one personal training, the traditional coaching that we're used to, which is very expensive over time. It's a luxury to have a full-time personal trainer, which is if you're learning how to exercise and achieve your fitness, it's very important because there are so many moving parts to it that Mm -hmm. it's good to have a coach. But unfortunately, it's not accessible to everybody because of the cost. So the online platform allows me to take the service and create all these different price points and make the service accessible 
to everybody. So if you're somebody that's in chronic pain, if you're somebody that uh, you've gained a couple of pounds during the pandemic, there are different services for you to join me. And then, you know, getting a personalized service without necessarily, you know, seeing me three times a week for an hour and then paying, uh, you know, thousands mm-hmm. of dollars every month. I love that. I may check it out myself because it's super important to stay in shape. And sometimes as leaders, when we're so focused on what we need to do and it's a big job, we forget to take care of us, right? So talk a little bit about that. Our listeners are leaders and they do great things, but this is an area where we tend to falter. Of course. Well, you know, like I said, personal training is a luxury and usually the clients that can afford it are very successful people. They're, they're leaders of their companies. They started their own business or are working for a huge corporation. And I've had the chance to work with such successful people in so many different fields. But the one thing that they had in common was that they were consulting me because they've let their body go yes. over the years, right? They yeah. hustled, they, they did everything they had to do to become successful, except take care of their bodies. And they got to a point where that was starting to affect their performance, right. not just at work, but with their families and just their life in general. So right. early on, it showed me the importance of, of taking care of your body and not just keep taking care of it, but also strengthening it because life will fold you in so many different ways and you never know what to expect. That if your vessel is strong and you're not in pain, you're going to be able to get through it. You know, It won't solve your problems for you, but at least you'll have the right physical state to deal with it. So that's really something that I've observed so many successful leaders fail to do and then end up paying for it in the end. So yes, they became very successful. They're very good at what they do, but now they're stuck with this body that's constantly aching. They can't sleep. They can't control their stress levels. And it's undoing the work that they've done over the years. So now that's really my mission is to stop that from happening as early as possible and sort of get everybody to realize that Hey, you want to be successful in life? You want to hustle hard? That's fine. But don't let your body go because you're going to pay for it much later. It's keeping your cup full so that you can give to others. And I can tell how passionate you are about this. And I love that. I experienced burnout. So I get it. I was in good shape. However, the stress was too much and it just had an impact on my body. And so I love that you're talking about that and teaching us to tune into that and the importance of doing that. Now, Alex, as a lifelong learner, what are you learning right now? So I spent the first 10 years of my career learning about the muscles and how they move and all the biomechanics of it. And now I've moved on to the nervous system. So the brain, the nerves, how movement is organized and how movement actually is involved in all our other thought processes, creativity, productivity, focus, you know, it all comes from the same place. So now I'm really diving into the neurology side of it. It's a a method I learned from Leonardo da Vinci, who in his art learned anatomy, but not just anatomy, how each of the muscle, let's say our facial muscles are connected through nerves to the brain and how they connect. And, And so understanding these concepts allowed him to create art that, you know, has transcended the ages. So I'm trying to sort of apply the same method, understand not just the muscles, but also the nerves and the brain that control it. And this is so interesting to me. One of the things that I tend to do, you know, as someone who's a producer and someone who hustles is that I hyper-focus and I've learned to take breaks, but I've had to force myself. Like I have a timer (laughs) because I can hyper-focus. What are some things that we can do to counteract that? Everybody gets hyper-focused, right? And we can sit for hours to to do whatever it is that we're doing. Just getting up for two minutes and walking around every hour that you sit will have a huge 
impact on just your general organization for the rest of your working time. You'll just be more aware. You're going to make your blood circulate everywhere in your body. You're going to get up. It's going to be more stimulating for your brain than when you're sitting down. So it's just going to refresh all your ideas and your thoughts. And then you can go back to working. The problem is if you sit for four or five hours straight, not only are you creating a lot of tension in your joints, in your hips, your lower back, but you're also underwhelming your brain and your nervous system. So you think you're being productive, but actually you're not. So I'd say just trying to be active within those hyper-focused moments will help you, you know, not overdo it and just try to mitigate the ill effects of it. Right. And, you know, it's so funny because that was such a groove in my brain where I would vote, no, I got to get one more thing done, one more thing done. And then to kind of flip that or or change, it was difficult. And when the timer goes off, sometimes I'm like, one more thing. And no, I make myself get up. And you're absolutely right. Because when I come back, my thinking's different. My emotional state is different. So even though it feels counterintuitive that we're being less productive, we're actually being more productive. That's it. Every hour of sitting that you do, just two or three minutes of moving and walking around is enough to counter the effects of that seated hour. So again, it's just, you only need two minutes, right? So it's getting up, just dance party. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, That's actually really good because you're moving different parts of your body. And your brain is communicating with the different parts yes. of itself and it's sort of refreshing all your thoughts. So dancing, walking around, pacing. I like to pace around my kitchen and my living room, you know, and uh, okay. then you, you sit back down and you're like, okay, I'm ready to you're go. Ready. Yes. Yeah. And new thoughts come in and you're refreshed. I love it. Love it. Love it. Hey, leaders, stay tuned for the rest of the interview following this brief message. Did COVID-19 make you realize your business has a lot more risks than you thought? COVID opened our eyes to the under and uninsured risks business owners face, and many are still struggling with today. But did you know the government created a tax code to help business owners set aside tax-deferred funds to help mitigate those risks? It's called an 831B plan, and every Fortune 500 company has one. Now that it's more affordable than ever, small to mid-sized companies can participate and ensure their business weathers the storm, whatever the future holds. If you want to protect the success you've worked so hard to build, visit 831B.com to learn more. That's 831B.com. So, Alex, when you think of leadership today, What most concerns you and what are you most hopeful about? What most concerns me is that most of the leaders today, and maybe except a few, look unhealthy and look like they don't take care of their bodies and that they're not where they should be in terms of physical fitness. And I know that it's physical fitness doesn't mean you're a better leader, but to me, it tells me that they're not taking care of themselves. So are they really making the best decisions that they could for whatever it is that they're leading? And that's a great concern because we know that being inactive, being too overweight, being all these factors ultimately affect how you think and then how everything else comes out of that. So Mm -hmm. I would love to see physically fit leaders that would inspire the rest of the population to get physically active as well, because the population is not better, right? I'm in the education space. And I was noticing some time ago that leaders who would retire 
would either get a heart attack or have cancer because they've been so stressed out and not taking care of themselves. So self-care is super important. And don't wait till your last phase in life or your golden years to say, I'm going to take care of myself then because it may be a little too late. I've seen too much of it. And the thing is, it's much harder to resolve because you've just accumulated more and more dysfunctions and tension and everything, but it's also way more expensive, right? Because you require a lot more professional attention than if you had started when you were in your twenties and your thirties, all that money that you saved up or made a chunk of it is going into, okay, fixing all the damage that's done. And sometimes it's much harder to get yourself to be good and consistent when you've accumulated all these habits over the years. And so before you start leading, you should take care of yourself. (laughs) Right. And even if you started leading already, just start today. Uh, That's it. Yeah. Let's start today. And I've heard people say what's eating right, nutrition and taking care of yourself. It's just too expensive. Well, it's more expensive when you're sick. And so what are you most hopeful about when you think of leadership? I've had the chance to meet some phenomenal leaders who think like me and are already aware of the importance of exercise and, and physical fitness in proper leadership. And, you know, they're all over the world. So I know that I'm not the only one who thinks like this. And I saw my parents' generation as everybody else did. And it's just like, okay, they've worked really hard. They overworked themselves, but now we're going to try to do things a little differently. So I'm positive that there are others like me who will instill this message and make sure that the leaders of tomorrow are already physically active when they start leading. Right. And you're also battling the food industry that is so deceptive in nutrition That's a whole different podcast, but I really appreciate what you're doing. Now, you have an option here, Alex. You can either take a question from a former guest, or you can share a challenge or a struggle that you learned from. Okay, let's take a question. Let's take something I'm unprepared for. Okay, as a lifelong learner, what are some resources that have influenced your thinking and your growth? What are some books you've read or some TED Talks you've watched that have influenced you the most? That's a great question. Well, the times over the last 12 years that I felt the most inspired was sitting at my mentors' conferences or courses for the first time and realizing like, wow, some of my problems are fixable and I can actually fix this. And, you know, it was for myself, obviously, and then for my career too. But it was sitting and listening to these mentors, people who became my mentors afterwards, just talking and then inspiring me to start taking action in my life to change certain things or improve certain things. And so that was a course by uh, Charles Poliquin, the great strength coach who is now uh, dead, unfortunately. Uh, may he rest mm-hmm. in peace. Annette Verpio, the founder of Posture Pro in Montreal, has been a huge influence for me. And she's sort of got me very interested in the nervous system. So she's had such a wonderful influence in my life to continuing my education. Right, I was comfortable with the muscles and everything. And then I realized, like, actually, I know nothing because I haven't even looked at the brain ever. So she inspired me. And then uh, I would say those are the two people who influenced me the most uh, professionally. Fantastic. Thank you for sharing that. Now, as a listener of this podcast, what's a question that you would like a future leadership guest to respond to? Like, what are you curious about? I would ask them what their plan is to make sure that they stay in good shape, physically active, and that they're able to make sure that their culture, the culture of their company is also physically active. So I would ask them if they have a plan for that or, you know, what they would plan on doing to sort of get that going for their organization. Because if they have a plan, good, you know, they'll say it. But then if they don't have it, it'll get them thinking, okay, well, maybe I should start thinking about that. And if they ask themselves questions, 
-hmm. they're going to come up with their own solutions and it's going to pour out into the culture of their organizations. All right. That's a great question. It's never been asked before. That's what I'm here for. All right. So Alex, is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners? Well, my mission with the online school of exercise is to help my students exceed their goals by achieving a state I call sovereign fitness, which is self-sufficiency on all workout related matters, because the world doesn't need more knowledge. All right. We know more than we've ever known in history about the human body, about the brain, about life and everything. Yet our global health is at the worst we've seen it. So there's something missing and it's not knowledge because there's so much knowledge out there. The problem is popular fitness media doesn't talk about the learning curve that you'll have to go through when you start being physically active or you try to gain your fitness back. There's nothing about the skill involved in exercise or nutrition. It's all a means to an end. Oh, move more, eat less, you know, but it's, you're going to be bad at exercise. You're going to be bad at changing your diet at first. And if you look at it as a skill, that's something that needs to be sharpened and that you're going to get better at over the years then you know, you'll find an endless source of motivation because you don't have that constant pressure of, I need to lose 20 pounds right now, blah, blah, blah. It's more like, I got to get better at the things that will help me lose 20 pounds, right? That's so right. I really want to bring independence so that obviously my students come to me, they spend whatever time they need to spend with me. So, you know, I've had students for eight years and obviously the dynamic is not the same as it was at the beginning, but now they tell me like, hey, I was on a trip. I didn't have access to the gym, but thanks to what you taught me, I did this and this. So to me, that says, okay, well, eventually they're going to be able to get their own results, stay physically active without me there to create a workout for them or to take care of their nutrition. Yes. So strive to become independent and be able to personally train yourself, not needing a health professional. And that doesn't mean stopping to learn or not ever working with a personal trainer or a health professional ever again, but it's just being able to do the basic on your own and not have to pay somebody to do it. So you help us with skill, you help us with intentionality, mindset, getting a routine, right? And putting that in our system. Yeah. Um, it's not just up here, but it drops down to our hearts and it's who we become. What I'm doing now is I have a quick assessment format. It's, it's a half hour meeting where we talk about, you know, obviously you and problems that you may have or your, anything related to your workouts or physical fitness. And then we find the best option for you. Would you be better off? committing for six months and having me meet with you multiple times a week, like my coaching services, or only meeting me once a month. And I give you everything you need with all the videos, instructions and everything. And you do it on your own. And then I have something in between where we meet once a week. It doesn't have to be for a workout. You have your workouts, you have everything, but then we meet once a week to sort of talk about how it went. And I make adjustments based on that feedback. So it all depends on what you need. Some people need to pay me for six months and then have me schedule something three times a week. And this is a wonderful thing I've experienced with the platform. I'm able to get the same results I get in my physical practice when I'm with people, but get them on a once a month meeting kind of thing, right? right? right so I'm able right. to give that same quality service, but for a lot less, which means that it's more accessible to others. So it all depends on, you know, what on you think need. you might need. On yeah, need. exactly. Right. I love what you're doing and it's so, so needed. Alex, thank you so much for adding value to me and to our listeners. Have a great day. Well, you too. And again, thank you so much for having me on. Huh? Okay. Take care. Yeah. Bye, Alex. Bye, Lily. In closing, here's a quick message. Coaching is the art of influence that underpins leadership in the 21st century. It is the very thing that can get you from being stuck to being extraordinary. 
So go to masterleadership.org and sign up to get a free coaching session. Until next time, continue to ignite that leader in you.